Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Hi, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss, Guys, championship weekend. Martin, if there's not enough excitement, now you're telling us we got to get done with this podcast. You're going to Vegas. What? He's going to Vegas right after. He's taking his electric bike, I'm guessing. But that's how you know he has a gambling problem. How long would it take you to take your electric bike to Vegas? Days. Would it be days? Well, because you'd have to charge it you'd up. You'd have to chart it out how, where you're charging and stuff. And I, I don't know, making that drive, there's not much in between Vegas and L.A. besides the place where, what, Ben Affleck got married? So maybe I could stop there. No, he got married at the Little White Chapel uh, in Vegas. Oh, actually, in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, but there's bars still. There's not a ton. But you yeah, would save not a lot. probably 90 bucks on a plane ticket. That's two, three, four blackjack hands. I don't know. Now, you yeah. do whatever you want, but not worth wish it. you luck. All right. Uh, I mean, listen, we won't know until we till we try, right? I just have and to. By we, I mean you, Martin. <laughs> I just Please, would I like to see. thank Dave because Sal, I asked Sal, you know, we normally start this at 950, a little inside baseball. Yeah. Sal said it started at 1015. I thought I was giving you guys a break. Right, yeah. 1015. You know what? Hey, you know what, Sal? I got a flight to catch. This is not normal. Can we, you started at the normal time that we always do. Mm-hmm. Sal sends out another email, says, hey, can we all please make sure to be there <laughs> right at 10 o'clock yeah. so Mar- to, uh, to right. make sure Martin can catch his flight? <laughs> and I guess the best that we could have asked for was at 10. 1019 uh, start time. Right. No, 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 no. Listen, With for the Dave record. Coming, because had for it, the had, record. I sent the yeah. email. He probably would have still. What, what, <laughs> I didn't know how to play it. 1040? No. Spaghetti had great confidence in, in Sheck making it. And I said, maybe we should just do this over Zoom. No one cares about this. But go ahead, Sheck. Go ahead. What, what are you going to say? Now, listen. <laughs> Does, did, Dave, did Dave do a great job of reading updated emails? No. But I did see in mm. the, what's it called? The log line or the headline. Yeah. It says, 10.15 a.m. Yeah. Right, right. And then I changed That's what it. I went off of. I went on 10.15. Spaghetti said, Sal, Sal's nervous. You're not going to make it. Oh. I'm like, why? It's not going to be a it's not, gonna be, it's not going to be a challenge. How am I not going to oh. get there by 10.15? We wrapped at 9. I'm like, the, I'm getting in the uh, car now. Did so, I send a subsequent email? Or, yes. You did. You did. I missed yeah, that one. I didn't read <laughs> How am I supposed to figure out which emails you're We're going to get to that a little later, too. Uh, you absolutely did. But I just yeah. like, I thank you, Spaghetti, for putting a fire under his because yeah. otherwise, if it I just, got in the car as soon as we wrap minus three, which I, by I've the way, I've heard this story before. He's got kids. <laughs> All right, Martin, in everyone's defense, for someone who was rushed and thought we were starting at 10, Martin threw his headphones on at 10.05. So... <laughs> All right, so I, don't, I was the only one who respected Martin's uh, bike ride to Vegas. By the way, how much would it take for you to ride that to Vegas? Come on. I don't think there's... It would have to... No, honestly, it would have to be like for some sort of charity. Like, it would have to be like... <laughs> what? Like, All right. It would have to be All like... Right, $35 to the charity of your... Nah, a charity to, to like get Martin those, Weiss like, a car. If we're like generating up some funds, we're like a 50-50, you know what I'm well, saying? Like at a high school well, football well, game. Wherever it goes... Five grand? How about no? Nah, way more than that. Oh, I crazy. feel like I would die out there, man. That's really? a long. That's a long way. Yeah, well, we won't know until you try. Yeah, that's true. All right, that's we'll a get it. Listen, ride. you don't have to lose all your money biking to Vegas. You could you could go on for free. ExtraPoints.com/slash/arcade. We have the prop quiz contest. Get it. Get yourself a gold cap. Get yourself a hundred bucks. Do that. The games down to two, and it gets me sad here. I, oh, we we talk about be. how many. Yeah different uh, stages of the season where you get sad, where you get happy. We do our pup. We're famous. I would have to say for everything we're famous for, all the many things, the, our pup of the week has really taken on like wildfire. We cannot do that because it's usually a plus 150 underdog or better. We're with two teams. This is the tightest championship Sunday in years. This is the first time both are cool. We'll assume both will close under three-point spread since 1998. Check. These are great games, but there are a few of them. Yeah, we could get down in the dumps that we only have three total games left, the last of which is the big corporate affair over there in Glendale, Arizona. So really only two 
games with 65, 70,000 people all gathered, rooting in the same direction, aside from the equivalent of the craps table guy who's betting don't pass line. There'll, be a, there'll be a couple of bungle stinkers in Arrowhead, and same mm-hmm. goes for Niners fans in Philly. There'll be but more than a few in Arrowhead. That's where it's at. at. But I mean, the, the atmosphere there. Shame oh, yeah. the devil, the neutral site stuff. These games are juicy. We can't have a bad Super Bowl because, as you said earlier in the week, right. These are probably the four best teams in pro football. As soon as the Jags went away, we had a bulletproof Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. I love it. I can tell you right now because I feel very good about my picks. You do. But talk about big events. I do say, before we go any further, what are you best known for? What am I best known for? Professionally, at least. So the one Jimmy Kimmel, and I say Jimmy Kimmel slash Sal Iacono. If I don't meet Sal... And Jimmy Kimmel, I'm living in Pittsburgh oh, and doing nice. I don't know what, but to Stop you, it. I Stop say it. to you, I People outside are gonna be of, mad at me now. People are gonna be pissed off. No, outside <laughs> outside of people who have the same blood as me or with whom I've shared a bed, no one has ever done more for me it professionally and, and therefore my entire existence. Cousin Sal and Jimmy years. Kimmel. 20 years for that guy. Martin, you were six years thing. old. You were riding a bike to work at. First of all, I'm <laughs> calling BS. I'm just calling major BS. Yeah. You two have definitely shared a bed. <laughs> I think uh, we did. I've shared a bed with. I, yeah, I think we did. It was at a bachelor party, right? Uh, that sounds like exactly the right place where you two would share a bed. That was it. Yeah. What yeah, a no. jerk. It's, uh, it's great to see. I know my mother is looking down. Uh, just and and so so proud to know that I'm working with the brainchilds of the Man Show uh-huh. and, and the things that have grown since then. As the show, like I was not allowed to watch on TV. Really? Oh yeah, she. It was one that she knew about mm-hmm. and was like, yeah, you turn that off. And well, she, and and it's come a long way. Jimmy, of course, went from the Man Show to Jimmy Kimmel Live, and we taped at nine oh six, which is very late for publicists to uh, rearrange their schedule around. And uh, and also, you know, the band show, is, as Martin points out, the, the roots ran deep. So getting a publicist to agree to have their female um, a client come on was a hard sell. And that was why the green room was born, Sheck. That was what it is. Like, OK, we'll make it a night out for these people. And that became as legendary as the show itself. And somehow, 20 years later, I tweeted yeah. right in front of Snoop Dogg and George Clooney. A woman was overserved in the audience the first night they served beer. She vomited. And uh, she was escorted out of there. And so you if you and put me, live odds on 20 years at that moment, what do you think? <laughs> got to be at least seven to two. I mean, there, were, there was an incident, <laughs> an incident once a week to every three weeks mm-hmm. that made you think like, well, that's that. Right. There's been a fun experiment, but obviously most of these late night right. shows ain't cut out to make it long term. But yeah. 20 years later, it, it yeah, and... and it was the Buccaneers and Raiders, and right. we reminisce, me and Kevin Hench do on Minus 3, some really good stories from Hench around that night, and uh, go and listen Crazy to that. Crazy night. But- we, were, we were also preempted by like an hour and a half, so we're talking this show, this debut show, there was so much lead up, I, th- I don't think it hit the airwaves till 1.15 uh, East Coast time, but... And you and I were at the little bar, like the big, the lobby had those kind of bar room um, tables there. And you and I were at one and right next to us is where the throw up happened. Yeah. I just, I, I remember you on MTV. There was a show like a pregame thing for the MTV audience that that we sold and we drove a bus down. Right. Jimmy rented it. one of those little mini bus mm-hmm. kind of things. To ride me, you, him, Corolla, Daniel, the producer, mm-hmm. and Simmons right. and Hench. That mm-hmm. was the that was who was on this bus, and we went down there on Friday. We ride the, Jimmy's premiere on Sunday night, and yeah. we're driving to San Diego on this bus, and we shoot this thing. You're the you're the host, and this thing, and then we go Carson out to dinner. Daly was there. A- ABC was none too pleased that this was our, our priority. Saturday night, yeah. we're sitting in a restaurant eating mm-hmm. a dinner, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing yeah. here, Kimmel? You go live on national TV, and live is the is in the name, and you are, in fact, going to be live. 
You know, I maybe I shouldn't be now that you pose it that way. Maybe I shouldn't be so hard on the Dan Quinns of the world taking interviews on Friday when they have a big. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was he doing? I remember I saying, "What the hell are you doing here?" And he, he's like, "What else am I going to do? Sit around and go crazy waiting for the show to start? This is better. At least I have something to do." We had to, to launch a little person through the goalpost, Shaq. You understand? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, that was great. But I will say very quickly. Go ahead. I said it already on the other show. I'll say it again now. Just like you hear about in basketball, like, hey, defense is just purely about effort. You know, the rebounding, that's just an effort thing. That's not about talent. Kimmel is a great talent. Sal, you're a great talent. Thank you. Other people have that. The, the generosity and kindness that you show to everybody <laughs> and making everybody who you spend, if you spend four minutes around Sal and or oh, Jimmy, then you are a part of their family forever. That's an effort thing. That's not a talent thing. I hail you for that more than anything else. Well, God bless you, and it's been great working with you. And um, and now I, think I go. That's it. Now I'm right? going to get on my bike and ride into the desert. Spaghetti, never that's back. enough. Well, we've given our picks on various. We've given our picks on every other podcast we've done. Why don't we let's just call it now? So Martin uh, <laughs> doesn't have to sweat missing his flight. Now, all right, let's cover these games. Cincinnati, Kansas City. The Chiefs are now a one-point favorite. The over/under is 47. Let's recap what the hell happened to this line. Um, the game is set. We think the Chiefs are going to be favored by three. It comes out one and a half. Like, oh, Vegas knows something. This high ankle sprain is higher and sprainier than we had maybe <laughs> thought. Uh, the public goes wild, bets the Bengals to minus two on Caesars, as the latest 36 hours ago. And now there's footage of a full participation, Mahomes in practice on Wednesday, and I assume today, hopping around, looking like he's fine. The Chiefs are now, again, a one-point favorite. I wish I had another way to attack this check in Martin, but I really do feel like this is a gimpy Patrick Mahomes. I like the Bengals in the first place. Why the hell would I stray from my Bengals pick here? 26-22. Cincinnati goes into Kansas City again and beats the Chiefs. And you'll have that excuse of Patrick Mahomes not being 100%. Check. So you're going over, and that's yeah, the only barely. division that we really have. I'm 26-19 okay. um, under that 46. But we could all agree it's going to be 26. <laughs> 20, <laughs> right, yeah. Wait, did I have a 47? Yeah, 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 47. Yeah, I, have sorry, I, say, I stated that wrong. Okay, okay, all right. Yes, I agree with everything you said, and the only thing that I'm trying to consider, in turn, whether, whether you call it the narrative of the week or whatever, I feel like Mahomes' high ankle – plus the Bungles' mighty performance in Buffalo mm -hmm. amounted to, I think, me and everybody else, whether it was public money, we talked about that earlier in the week, that swung that line. You say no, that was not the result. It was little Vegas. Bit of I think a little of each. They had to keep on top of the injury, and they also <laughs> had to, you know, the, the public did control the money. So the only thing I can think about is if you're Joe Burrow or you're on the Bungles right now, do you feel like, uh, we we felt like we were in real good shape, and now there's this momentum that Mahomes is all right. And we thought, is there a part of you that feels a little bit punched in the gut, like, oh, we thought we were getting hobbled, Mahomes, and right. he's going to be good, and that makes you feel a little less confident? Mm -hmm. I'm sticking with my original pick: Bungles to the Super Bowl. Well, my original pick was not the. I, I mean, I mean, a month. Your original what, pick what, after you when changed. you were born. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't you start, Martin. You've you've changed your picks. <laughs> I, I haven't. Twenty-seven Martin, times. Are we all? First of all, uh, it, speaking on Mahomes, I talked to Peter King today, and he said, oh. "Don't be surprised." Oh, what a name drop. He said, "Don't be surprised if this is a cat and mouse game." If they told Mahomes, "Listen, you're not going to," as most people with high ankle sprains are on crutches Wednesday, we're not going to show them that. We're going to show them you walking around. We're going to show them about whatever limited ability we have to show them in practice. And that makes the Chiefs, sorry, that makes the Bengals game plan differently because we all saw the replay. It looked like that foot, was, that leg was mangled. Definitely looked at least high ankle sprain. And now he's hopping around and maybe, maybe it's just a game. Maybe it's a spy game. Martin? Yes, yeah, everybody says, and you included, we're like, oh, Vegas knew something when they set the line. Maybe Vegas just watched the game. Like, yeah. he didn't look great after he came back out, even after getting shot up in the locker room, presumably. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, now, I will say this. It make, it's making me uncomfortable now that everybody is now mm -hmm. joined me on, right. on my corner. This was my corner. It started with me and TJ Husmanzada, and now it just <laughs> feels like it is very populated over here. You took the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl this preseason? No. I had the, I had the 49ers and the Ravens. 
And then when the Bengals got to their <laughs> third win, I switched it because after like after. All right, uh, that's fair. Yeah, so oh, that's like, fair. All right, like week six. Spaghetti had the Bengals in the Super Bowl in the pre. He also had the Cardinals, so that can't sell. The Cardinals got much. relegate, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's well, crashing. It's on giving me cause for concern because yeah. this game really feels like. Kansas City should it like it should be Kansas City by three, mm-hmm. and I should be loving getting the points in Cincinnati right now. Instead, I'm, uh, it's just all weird about it. But we felt I'm not falling for this again. We did this with Odell Beckham all season. If he, that's a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. That was a high ankle sprain. We did this with Jalen Hurts too. We saw Week 18. He was hurt. He, he was an AC joint. He right. was hurt. Right. I'm not falling for this again. Everybody said, oh, he walked great from the podium back forward. All right, well, how much walking right. are, we, are we planning on him doing in between the white lines on su- Saturday or Sunday, whenever this game is? Yeah. He's going to be running around a lot. And so it's a, it's a sweep. Bengals. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah. Mm. Um, here's the thing. I, I, I like, I mean, I'm just picking at this point. A lot of times you're just going to take the better quarterback. And I, I know it's crazy to say anyone's better than Patrick Mahomes, but I just don't count on Burrow making a mistake. He's so damn good. Now the red flags, Kelsey's phenomenal in the playoffs. I don't think he's gone under 95 yards in seven consecutive playoff games. And so, I, I don't know. Are we to think that uh, we're so we're like, Hey, just cover him already. Well, no one could do it. So for whatever reason, no one's able to do it. No two players. And if you're going to throw underneath, that's going to be, uh, a, a big plus for Mahomes. Secondly, they do have second most pressures in the league next to Dallas. And this offensive line, you might think it was solved last week. Maybe not. Maybe this is the time that he goes down seven times and he does fumble, not even on his accord, the ball's turned over. So that's what I would caution. I'm still going Cincinnati. I'm with you guys. It's turned a little bit psychologically. Right. The pick, but 26-22. Like it, it's just we went from a place where you know it, it should we should be having a healthy we should have all season really been having a healthy mm. it's Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes' level conversation yeah and we just went right past that after he beat Josh Allen to being like oh is Joe Burrow better than Patrick Mahomes and it should have been like yo can we have like the sure this should have been like the like when LeBron was at his peak and people were trying to put Steph up there you know so let's have a conversation first. You know, before we go ahead and do all that. But uh, I'm taking the Bengals here 30 to 24. And this game ends with... uh, So wait, a touchdown over then. Okay. Another overtime winner for the Bungles and Arrowhead? That is an overtime score. Yeah, I think it'll be be overtime. That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Well, Holmes plays too. And I agree with you, Sal, about the pass rush, and that's why I'm going under on this one. So Mahomes is pass, limited. It's pass rush. Please say it right. Pass rush. Yeah, that's the acceptable way to say it. Pass that. rush. Yes. The pass rush. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I, I think you're right about that. I think this is a stiffer test for mm-hmm. the Bengals' offense than last week was. Um, I said it last uh, earlier in the week. I say it again now. I think this is the one. All season long, we've talked about it since, since Tyreek Hill got traded that the Chiefs would have a tough adjustment. They didn't have a tough adjustment. Mm. This is when the bill comes due. If he's bound to the pocket to any right. degree, he would, he'll would he want that emergency hatch of, I'm going to throw it as far as I possibly can to the fastest guy that's ever played this sport, and there's nothing any defense can do about it. He doesn't have that available to right. him now. And what's funny, the irony is that this trailblazing offense that the Chiefs put out there um, you know, three, four years ago, without Tyreek Hill, is now so modified, especially by Mahomes a little bit hobbled here, you can assume that that the the, the uh, so-called eight-man box and, and uh, you know, jamming up to the line, that's exactly what they're going to see. And what are the Chiefs going to be able to do about that? Yeah, it's funny. Oftentimes, we'll look at spreads and big spreads and, like, the Texans are playing. And you're like, well, uh, 12, they're getting 12 points, but they're not going to score 35, right? They're not going to score 30. I'm sort of thinking that with the Chiefs. Like, they're not going to score 42. The drives are going to have to take a long time either way. It's going to have to be a 14-catch day for Kelsey for them, I think, to compete. And so, not to, to think, last week it was 15 catches, which was a tight end record, mm. right? He, yeah, he had he, it was him, Shannon, and uh, Kellen was all tied for the record. Was it 14 or 15? It was, I thought he had 14. The record was 14. Under the record was either, whatever it was, he yeah. had one over the record. So if he had 15 catches, the record was 14. If he had 14, the record mm. was 13. But that was to beat the Jaguars. Yeah. And now we have Mahomes hobbled. And today's point, and kind of the point I was making earlier this week about the Cowboys, 
outside of Travis Kelsey, how many of these players for Kansas City can just beat straight up man coverage? Mm. Right? Like, how many, like, I, I don't, did you, M, like, MVS can get behind you, but you're not worried about Juju beating you intermediate. Or, you know what I'm saying? Juju's going to beat you off a jump ball type of deal. And so many of Mahomes is, when you think about these quarterbacks, and you think about their highlight real plays, Joe Burrows are going to be from the pocket, right. whereas Mahomes is is doing you know pirouette, spinning around, throwing and throwing the ball between his legs. Like, it's just AFC North battle tested. I, 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 this is cliche, but if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger, right? If the if the if the Bengals, let's just look at their defense. If they could survive that gritty six games, and it doesn't, you know, you don't have four guys on IR. It's just you're just going to put. Now, will they push? This team around like they push the bill, uh, the Bills around. Will the Eagles be able to push the Niners around like they did the Giants? Probably not. I think it's a little tighter than that, but it does have to. Well, be I mean, to your to your point though, it's not a foreign experience to them. They've already played these Chiefs, right. but what these Chiefs now are, and what allows them to get to the Super Bowl, my assumption would be, is big day a big day from Pacheco and or McKinnon. They're going to have to be difference makers on the ground as well mm-hmm. as catching the ball. A little bit, I, but to your point, like they saw the Browns a couple times who want to do exactly that. They want to grind you up. The Ravens want to do the same thing. So that's how, and and then back to your other point about like Kelsey uh, is hard to cover. You know who? What else is hard to cover? The Chiefs, uh, a uh, being a favorite at home against anybody. Yeah, no Why that season long streak is yeah. going to end now? I have no reason to to assume they're going to do it. They're they they blew it again against the Jags. Ride the number. Ride, ride, yeah, so ride if, the reality, right? If, if anyone could figure out how to win as a one-point favorite but not cover, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to be able to do to it. To the point of covering, I think a game really is going to come down. To, like, we've seen this Chiefs team, if you look at the games that they've lost, even this year, but especially just going back historically, Steve Spagnuolo, I saw him first, up close and personal uh, coordinate the worst defense in the history of NFL football in the New mm-hmm. Orleans Saints. I, I watched it happen. I don't care what he did in New York. He's addicted to man pressure, man pressure cover one with the safety, just blitz, 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 blitz. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, more than anything, that's why Patrick Mahomes has a losing record to Joe Burrow because you can't just man up Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and whoever the Bengals had at tight end because it switched up a few times now between now and then. Mm-hmm. You can't just match up man on man on them. He's too, Joe is too good. Right. He's going to pick that oh, apart. He He's going to pick up. that apart. Gets rid of it so quickly. And then think about that Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. They had the Chiefs were on Buffalo until like one minute left in the second quarter. Diggs beats uh, whoever the cornerback was. I think Watson yeah. for like a seventy-five yard bomb, and then the game flipped immediately. Because right. why are you in press coverage with a minute left? in the second quarter. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Conspiracy Sal here. We've heard all the DeMar Hamlin craziness. How about this? Patrick Mahomes, what if it's just a money thing? He earns a bonus of $1.25 billion if he plays 50% of the snaps and the Chiefs win the AFC championship. Mm. Is there is there part of him that says, I'm just going to play the first half and then uh, Chad Henne, <laughs> you do the rest. I'm going to collect this bonus, hopefully. <laughs> No? See, that would be backwards, though. Damn. He's got to let Chad Henney play oh, the you're first right. half. Exactly. And right. And then, you know what? Come in. Look, guys, he, he's got to limp into the locker room. Right. Come out. We see the magical effects of Toradol as he runs out. Now he's you know, doing hop, skips, and jumps. Warming yes, up in the second half. Yes, that's smarter. You're right. That's and the and actually, in your scenario, if it does go overtime, he doesn't even have to jump in right at the start of the second half. Right, Henny could throw an interception like 10 minutes left in the third quarter. Could Boom, sit. now yes. we're in. As long as you make sure you get it to overtime. All right. This side of out. Nick Foles, we, we, we did this on minus three too. Is Chad Henny now the most important uh, backup of the 21st century? You're not including Hostetler? Well, Hostetler's, you oh, know. Is that a different is that? century? Sure. Yeah, oh, Jesus. 90, <laughs> oh, my God. 90, January of 91, oh somewhere around there. When, so when does the century start? Oh, Around the time terrible. that Kimmel show started. This is terrible. Uh, yeah, I guess, right? Who else? Um, I'm not even sure who would. It's a uh, fun compete. list. Yeah. You know, people always thought, you know, injuries happen to every team every right. year. And if you don't have a good one, it is funny how we kind of don't 
talk about that in August and yeah. all of that, but it does Well, rise Brock Purdy's a, a backup. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? He's a backup to the backup. How did know. that not come up on minus three, <laughs> Spaghetti? I blame you for come that. On, spaghetti. Get with it. Kurt Warner was Trent Green's backup. <laughs> That's true. That was That's a- 99, so I get oh, him the liar of the year, but yes, you're right. Is it January 98? It's it 90? It's 99, right? 99? Okay. Yeah, right. I think that's the 99. Well, right. whatever. We're going to go Kevin over. Cobb. I'm, I'm going to look at like an almanac or Mike something. Mike Vick was a backup technically when he came in. That's true. For the Eagles. Let's take a quick break. All right, so we figured this out. So the Bengals are going to win. So Mahomes don't even suit up because now it's not worth it. Why, why would you hurt yourself further when we have uh, okay. the score figure? I got to say, I'm proud of my dad. I know this is he, – he told me in August, he's like, yo, the Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. I'm like, all right, good luck. And it's because your dad tells you. So it's yeah. it's automatically Did not Did you put happening. in a bet for him? Of course I did this time. Okay, good. I did. And now he's texting me from Costa Rica like, how do I hedge my bet? Oh, no, no, no. I'm like, good, no, job, by, good job by you, Good dad. job by you, but don't answer that text. <laughs> I'm not letting him head. That's why I was on Kansas City as soon as the line dropped. Right. So he's got Kansas City plus two and a half. I guess there's another game. Uh, Eagles, 49ers. Let's uh, take a quick break and we'll go over that. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OmahaFull and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call one 800 bets off Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Philadelphia home for San Francisco. 46 is the over-under. Two and a half has been steady all week. The Eagles, oh, they won't let it, they won't let it go to three. Sorry, Niners Packers. They're not letting you do it. Um, like I said, this is the closest for conference championship games, both if they close under three points. It hasn't happened since 98, and Sheck is telling me that is a different century mm. than the one we're in now. Almost positive. Yeah. Man, this is so tough because... Tom Brady's also a good was a good backup, too. Oh, yeah. When he came yeah, yeah, yeah. for Drew Bledsoe, that worked out. All right, my whole list has to be... I have to just delete it and start new. Tom Brady's the greatest backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Until Brock Purdy would... Do you have to do a new, new minus three? 
What do you think? Are you all right, Spaghetti, with that? It's committed um, to history at this point. I, I don't know if I'm going with the better team here, but I'm sticking with the 49ers. I actually mm. I do have a bet, plus 13-20, that I made three weeks ago. Bengals, Niners, Super Bowl. I'm not confident they have the better quarterback. Check, you'll like this or maybe not like this. So he's the fifth rookie quarterback. You've been saying it all along. It just doesn't happen. And the, and the numbers bear out where a rookie quarterback goes to the Super Bowl. But Brock Purdy's the fifth. Do you know the other four rookie quarterbacks to start a conference championship game? Ooh. Roethlisberger, Flacco, Sean King. Um, so I know those guys. You're, you're uh, missing the most recent. And not that really? recent. Not that recent, but out of the four, I think. <clears throat> Is that, am I going to kick myself for not knowing it? Sure. By the way, I, I, I should say. The one that you weren't going to know was Sean, Sean King. King and the Buccaneers were a knuckleball for that specific Kurt Warner Rams team. Mm -hmm. But that team was loaded. This this rhetoric that has emerged like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no rookie QB's ever been as good in a good as good a spot as Brock Purdy. I don't know. Kyle I'm it's looking like, at these names. What about the Steelers at 15 and one? Were they in a good spot well, for Roethlisberger? The, the fourth one is uh, you, you give up. You want it? You want to guess it? I can't. I'll I got it. It's Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. And so, so out of those four, we're looking at four touchdowns and nine interceptions in those games. So it's rough. The the it's it's stacked against Brock Purdy. He has all the poise I like. I I, I don't look at him as. But then you're right, Shaq Roethlisberger. You wouldn't have thought he'd have a bad game either out of these four uh, rookie quarterbacks this season. Twenty two and 11, 24 and nine against the spread entering the conference champion. It just might be one of those years, hmm. and I still think Christian McCaffrey is the best player on that field. I'm going 29-24, 49ers. Martin? Yeah, I'm taking the Niners, too, 24-21. Uh, to 21. But I think, like, all Brock Purdy got to do is the same way, I, pretty much the same way I got through the last two years of college. All these group projects, you just show up, you smile, mm -hmm. make sure your name is spelled right on the top line of the assignment, and when the teacher asks you, one or two questions have one or two answers. That's it. He's got to make one or two plays, and that's it. They got all pros at every other position except for wide receiver. Like, offensive line, you're good there. Running back, you're good there. Uh, I'm, what am I talking about, wide receiver? Uh, of course, Debo. But Debo can also plays running back, and he just plays football for them. IU, yeah. Kittle. I mean, yeah. they're loaded. But, I mean, they're loaded. The the so I was thought, like, it's the game is star-studded. I, I don't know who's deeper. I, initially, I'd be like, oh, the 49ers are deeper. When you have Jennings doing crossing routes to get a uh, kicker and field goal range, like, oh, my God, yeah, that guy. That's their fifth option. Then the Eagles, I'm looking at it, 18 to 22 starters are somehow affiliated with this Pro Bowl game or whatever it is. Like, good Lord, what do we have here? But I'm still yeah, going you know, Niners. You know, he's talking about the body language of Josh Allen on, on the last episode we did. What do you make of A.J. Brown as they're dominating the Giants, sitting there like mad? That might be a bigger ball. story than it should be. Or like, yeah, that should be a bigger be story weird. than it is. And yeah. him, he goes, it was always, remember, all offseason, mm -hmm. it was uh, Jalen Hurts. You know, he was wearing, uh, A.J. Brown was wearing Jalen Hurts shirts, like Hurts season, yeah. this and that. And they go way back. Just an interesting, uh, interesting vibe. Shaq is taking the Eagles. He's Pennsylvania through and through. Yeah, that's, that's my uh, my reasoning. I love all things Philadelphia. I'm, I'm behind it. <laughs> Keystone stayed forever in in Dave's heart. <laughs> love them Flyers. Go get that cup. Um, the uh, you're right. I am taking the Eagles, and I'm confident in the Bengals pick. But if this were a confidence pool, and I had to put a two next to one and a one next to the other. The two goes next to the Eagles. That was unnecessarily convoluted. But, right. yeah. No, you're not as was. confident. The Eagles yeah. are the play here. Um, I disagree fundamentally with what Martin just said there about you only need to make two plays if you're Brock Purdy. Generally speaking, that has been the case. Not this case. That Eagles defense is mighty. That front, they went out and got those two vigilante uh um, or mercenary guys to to mm -hmm. stuff the run in the middle of the season there. That pays off here. Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are not going to be the differences. Debo running uh, at the edge is not the difference here. Brock Purdy is going to have to make big plays on early downs for them to win, and he's going to have to do it more than once or twice over the course of the game. I don't think that's going to happen, or at least – enough to keep up with, with what Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense is able to do. 
What I say, spaghetti before twenty thirty to twenty six is okay. my final High score. Scoring. I'm taking the Eagles. All right, I'm right there with you, except uh, I got the other team. How do you get to or thirty twenty four. I said. No, you get the twenty six points. Oh, there's missed extra point. Oh, let me, okay. let me tell you a people something. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I'm just, two, I'm just missed two point conversion. Something right. stupid, for sure. Thirty twenty four. Yeah, I, boy, I, I hope Shanahan gets credit if they. Uh, I'm sure he will if they win this game. He's forty and sixteen against the spread versus teams who allow under twenty four points per game. That's that's an insanity. And in a way, he's like, I'd be like, hey. I took the last pick in the draft and brought him to the Super Bowl. What the hell? I mean, I know he had to end up being good, but make one or two plays. If you're, if you're of the make one or two play minds, you're really in Shanahan's corner, and he should get a lot. I don't know. We're going to go over. Let's go over finalists right now. He is uh, as fine as finalists. He is one of the three for coach of the year. I'm going to lose money. I had Sirianni beginning of December. He was the favorite at plus 170. And then I don't know what happened. They're in the championship game, and he is not even one of the three finalists. Add McDermott, too, at 30 to 1. So that's $1,000 gone. $1,000 I frankly don't have, guys. So I don't know what's going to happen. But Brian Dayball, Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan, who wins it, Martin? I think Dayball. Yeah. I think Dayball, just because the cupboard is, was, I mean, dog. I know Jacksonville was pretty dire straits, but it, you could point to Urban Meyer as the big reason why. It seemed like New York, the whole thing was rotten. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed like Jacksonville, you, once you plucked Urban Meyer out of there, it pretty much, you still had the base. You still had Trevor Lawrence. You had a basis, a, a backbone, a spine of, of a team there. Right. Nobody, won, the Giants were the island of misfit toys in terms of, like, he made Daniel Jones look like a capable NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly doing this podcast being like, what's the difference between Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been Eddie being like, what are you talking about? And maybe this is what That is a good about. Eddie. That's a pretty good <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> I, now I, I'm seeing the range of Martin's impressions. <laughs> Limited. Uh, <laughs> like Brock Purdy's ability to win a game on his own. Well, hey, one I, or two, baby. One I'm, or two I'm okay with either any of these three. I, uh, my vote goes to Shanahan. I also think this, even more than MVP, should be a wait till the season ends before you give this out. Uh, oh, no, so true. Th- this one especially, but which one, Shaq? Who do you think? I do, you know, appreciate when people like you point out that the successful teams that were already successful over, like Andy Reid deserves a little bit of buzz. The yeah. the talk was, wow, I perpetuated by Dave Damashek among many others. Uh, like, boy, this transition is not going to be great. They're going to have to take a step back. They did not. They won 14 games. I, you know, it's, in the division, I, everyone held as it didn't turn out that way. As, right. As the best. Right. But I, no, I, yeah. I got to go Dable, I guess. It's, you know, the one thing about the Jags and they deserve mm. Peterson deserves a ton of credit and Herb deserves a ton of blame. They did throw around a lot of money. Right. They really did fill out that roster pretty good. It's not like they just rolled over the same thing and just handed the keys to Peterson. Dable had a lot of the exact same pieces. The judge took to what five wins a year ago spaghetti and now he four wins last year yeah it's uh easily mispronounced name too I, I, day ball gets day ball day ball i go day ball the ball a year ago on a national broad chris collins would called him the ball a really? year ago wow well he can't say pass rush either yeah uh <laughs> day ball and and maher they're really making you work maher, some, of these, right. uh, some of these guys here uh Spaghetti, I, I, you're going to lunge at me when I remind you that Dayball and the Giants were 3 6 and 1 in the last 10. You still think? You still like it? The division is, you know, with the Cowboys and Eagles being the division, still making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You look at the Jaguars, um, obviously, yes, they made the playoffs. I like to point out that. They, if they play any other team besides the Chargers, the exit for the, the Jaguars looks a lot like it looks a lot worse because obviously the, the way that Trevor Lawrence played, but mm-hmm. they're in a weak division. Um, and I actually kind of agree with what Martin was saying about Peterson, where it's like if you just replaced Urban Meyer, they kind of had pieces in place. They did spend a, a crap ton in, in free agency. And then with Shanahan, I do agree with your saying, Sal, the, the using a, a third string quarterback that you had no intentions of playing, let alone playing Jimmy G, right. and getting to where they are right now is pretty incredible. But that roster is absolutely loaded. Yeah. So I think by process of elimination, Hearts division, four wins the playoffs, winning a playoff game, 
I think you got to give it to, to Dable with six defensive players that are on the practice squad and other teams start the season. And plus, their receiving core is terrible. Offensive line, the right side, terrible. So uh, he did okay. a great job. I don't want to belabor it, but I'm going to belabor yeah. it. The other thing is, <laughs> Nick Sirianni. You got to make that T-shirt, Mark. It's sort of like the Boston Bruins. We yeah. now accept that the Boston Bruins are a juggernaut halfway through the season, but no right. one saw it coming. Same thing with the Eagles. You might have liked them. You might have thought, you know what? Nobody's talking about them winning the East, but they might do it. Nobody uh, saw 14 wins coming from this team. That's that, Dave. I think I think we take different sections of the media because the whole the whole story. I was, I was on the Eagles over the Cowboys for the division, but well, nobody saw them being this. Simply go by expected wins, which is the over right. under that Caesar sets in August versus what they ended That's up right. with. You could you could do that. This was a tough year. It wasn't a. Uh, you got Dayball. You have Peterson. You have Kyle Shanahan. Um, Sirianni. We talk about. Uh, no Zach Taylor. No I Dan, was just going to say no Zach Dan Taylor. Campbell. What, what if the what if the Seahawks lose Week 18? Is Dan Campbell? Does he nudge out one of these three? Oh, absolutely. I and how that. about Pete Carroll? You mentioned yeah, Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. What about the expectations for that team's win right. total and what they wound up doing with Geno Smith under center? Right. That's crazy. How about Zach Taylor? What if I told you two weeks into the season? Yeah. Now we can't modify it like that. But, yeah, they're going to lose two games that they were expected to win against Pittsburgh and Dallas, and now they're zero and two, and now they're zero and two, and now they're about to to go to the Super Bowl. And if it were a half season, award Mike Tomlin the I think second this half is the award. toughest year. And I also, I, you know, we all hated this team, but Kevin O'Connell, they put together a bunch right. of wins. And if you want to say, well, there are one score games, it's like, yeah, I'm the coach that wins one score games. So, but if you kind of look at the history yeah. of it, it's it's not coach of the year is not a great. Belichick would never win. He it's, went a decade. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. something that you really kind of want to win. It's really oh. a newcomer. If, go look at the history of it. Like Matt right. Nagy won a coach of the year. Stefanski won a coach. What of happens like, to these yeah, guys? It's like yeah. they. It's kind of a, like a newcomer. Yeah, oh, look how right. look how well you switched this situation around. The Emperor Chaz Noel, I and think, I think never won. Without a doubt. I, really? The Emperor Chaz wow. Noel. Can you imagine the architect of the greatest football dynasty well, of, maybe of a he century? He called himself the Emperor Chaz Noel. It's very intimidating. I don't know if I I'd vote for him. Uh, uh, no, uh, we'll real quick we go. Hertz, Jefferson, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. So they open up to five candidates for MVP. I have Mahomes at nine to one. Hopefully he holds on. Hertz, Jefferson, Mahomes for Offensive Player of the Year. Normally they give it to the non-quarterback, the Offensive Player of the Year, uh, the running back, the best receiver. I could see Hertz getting it though. I could see Mahomes MVP. Hurts Offensive Player of the Year. I didn't see odds on that. Um, I think we, but we got to stop doing this before we end up in, in the NBA who, situation. We? Three yes, of us? yes, yeah. us okay. with all of our votes yeah. that we have to, to give this. Okay. But actually, the voters have to stop doing this mm -hmm. before we get into a situation in Jokic where he is the actual NBA MVP this year, but we can't do it because he's given the last two years last when two. his team was average. <laughs> We can't just make offensive rookie of the or offensive player of the year MVP runner up. Like that that is it it devalues what the mm -hmm. like the offensive player of the year to to me should be Justin Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Like either either Jalen Hurts is the MVP or he's not. But we're not uh, to me just giving him offensive player of the year as a as a consolation prize almost is that's not that's not good math. We shouldn't get into that habit. I think anyone who flirted with breaking a record, records that have been on the books for uh, how many uh, centuries, Shaq, you, you know the time better than I do, uh, should probably be considered centuries. as the best offensive player. Yes, 13 centuries, Jefferson uh, was trying to break that mark. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you can make a cogent case. I'm not going to do it now because it's uh, a waste of time, but Justin Jefferson deserves consideration for most valuable player in terms yeah. of yes. his value to his team. Take him off that team. In fact... Maybe that we, we knew, need to install the, the Jenga piece as mm -hmm. it's not just a Shecky award. I will give that one to pro football. That's a third That's a third award? A or third award. The, the Jenga, Jenga piece, piece of the year in the mm -hmm. NFL. Take that guy away and up. the whole thing falls apart. All right. I like that. Uh, Nick Bosa could maybe win the Jenga piece, although that team is loaded, as uh, Martin pointed out. 18 and a half regular season sacked. I'm promoting it because I also have him at 10 to 1. It's so Mahomes is the MVP. Oh, we're going but back. I, I got to yeah. say this quickly. I know Martin and Will Blackman <laughs> said it on, on Lemon Pepper okay. Parlay. Go we on. covered this on minus three. I've written about it this week. I talk about it every year. Who are these weirdos who continue to, to push back at the idea that QB wins in the postseason matter? Like, uh, uh, Joe Burrow beating Mahomes does not make him better. Like, means something. Sure. That's how it's going to be remembered in 20 years and in 50 Whoa. years. That it matters. Is you it? can you can argue. I have the numbers that in the listen. 
we're, we're going to watch. These are the biggest moments, right? The right. whole the whole sport revolves around who wins the shiny trophy at the end. It does matter then who wins the playoff game well, on but the way there. What but, are we talking about? Because it does matter because they're already getting a trophy for that. How many trophies, you know, uh, Brandon Frazier probably got a nice paycheck for starring in the whale. We're going to give him an award. To, like, I don't know. Uh, at some point, I think that's the consideration. Like, this guy's got enough. Well, what ends up ha- what's going to end up happening is you're going to have guys like Matthew Stafford, who's thrown for five thousand yards and has millions of touchdowns, right. and great, and all the counting stats across the board. Mm-hmm. With but then when you look at his win loss record, or then you compare him to like a Matt Ryan, who both both of guys won one Super Bowl. You look at their win loss records, it's like well, one of these guys is clearly better than the other. But when right. you think about the, what the essence of the Hall of Fame is supposed to be, like like. Only five people get in at a time, and it's supposed to be the best of the era. How can you say that this person was the best of the era if they're not beating the people in their era? There's a sport that struggles with this mightily. In in fact, the parlay kid, as big a baseball baseball fan as any, was thinking of taking his family to the Hall of Fame to Cooperstown. It's a four-hour ride. It's beautiful. Upstate New York. I've never been there. Oh, never really? will be. Never will be. Now. What do you mean? I'm opposed to it. Well, you that's be- what he's saying. He's uh, he won't go. He won't good go. for him. That's good parenting. You don't take your kid to see a bunch of second rate ball players. Where's Where's the home run king, Dad? Well, he's not in here. How about the right. hit king? Him either. Right. How about the Cobra, Dave Parker, the best player in baseball for mm-hmm. half a decade, and the National League version of that, Steve Garvey? Yeah, they're not in the Hall of Fame either. Who the hell is in it's there? Still then? a nice town, but is there a disconnect between the writers and the actual Hall of Fame? It's a, all right. Let's take a quick break and we'll get to that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so Scott Rowland, that's what this all uh, this is all about. He was voted into the Major League Hall of Fame. And uh, I feel bad because I see the, the video of him telling his mother and his father. And it's, 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 it's very sweet. And I have to like, all this guy did was he was a very good baseball player. And now he has to read for the next few days about how he doesn't deserve <laughs> to be amongst the best. But I think that's the point that he was very good and not great. And not excellent. I think he's two levels away. I had Rob Parker on yesterday. Oh, he's sick in his stomach. Shame. I blamed him, even though I know he didn't vote for Scott Rowland. I did the whole interview blaming him for this. I don't know. I think the problem is you could vote for 10 players. And people feel like they need to wield their power. And so if I could vote for 10 players, I'm not going to vote for zero, which maybe you can make a case might have been the way to go uh, this year and some other years. I'm going to vote for as many as I can. Check, we, we're in it. People, people want to feel important. They hold meetings when they don't need to, when mm-hmm. a, a simple email will do. Mm-hmm. This kind of importance and righteousness has shifted to the Hall of Fame votes where people, and I think it's the problem is you give them the ability to vote uh, 10 times, and that's how Scott Rowland gets in. You know how um, in a movie it makes you think like, boy, I'd love to go to a nude beach in real life. That would be awesome. But then you go to a nude beach in real life and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, 96% of human beings are ugly and I don't want to see them nude. Right. Myself included, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, same thing. A movie, Revenge of the Nerds. Boy, that's a lot of fun. I love sticking it to the BMOC and the fancy pants kids. The reality of that is the Hall of Fame voters. Mm-hmm. These, This collection are curmudgeonly nerds getting their payback at guys who weren't nice to them in the clubhouse or otherwise. What are we doing? Hal Baines? But what's the solution? Ted Simmons? Is it salvageable? Because you don't... I I agree. These guys are not great. They're not elite. 
But if you turn it over to the players, as Rob Parker pointed out, there are some that got in under the player, like Pee Wee Reese, Phil Rizzuto, don't belong in the Hall of Fame. I'm talking 50, 60 years ago. So is it a combination of the two? Is it you could vote for fewer than 10? Rob Parker said one bow. How interesting would this be? If you don't make it the first ballot, you're out. This is Rob Parker and I park our cars in the same garage on this one. The idea that you become yeah. a Hall of Famer 20 years later, and I don't mean to embarrass, I, 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 he may not be listening, Chris Hamburger, the mm. Washington linebacker, he is. gets in like 40 years after. Like, what happened? It, his, his peer group, the journalists who covered him, his fellow players of the 70s, Nobody was making a big push. Hey, Chris Hamburger. But after the fact, like, you know what? We should give it to him. I, on some level. The stats don't change, right? Right. What on saying. some level, the best place to, the best time to make a decision is right. There. I don't know if you need the five-year waiting period or how much is it in baseball? Six years, four I years? I thought it was five. Five. Yeah. Football's I, five. But I, I like anyway, the, yes, like that's the, the way to do it. You know if the guy's a Hall of Famer. Well, what the a great event it would be, right? If you only had one crack at it. We would, you know, we wouldn't care if Bobby Wagner wasn't picked up. Now we don't care because it might happen in three years, two years, right? And if and if it's twelve guys in a given year, so be it. The next year there'll be one probably. Yeah, that, like it is I don't like yeah. that. I, th- I like I like the lit. I like a cutoff. It should be a max of five. Like uh, your max. Like I like there's some being a solid. No old timers. Yeah, like get do it. all that some other time because I think Rob does have it right in that if you can't be a Hall of Famer. Uh, if you're not a Hall of Famer yesterday, you're not one tomorrow, right? right? Like, well, I, I said to him, I said, the Hall of Fame comes to you, Rob Parker, and they say you could put three guys in, not steroid guys, not Pete Rose, throughout history. You, I'm well, leaving it up to you. Which three? Dave Parker, Steve Garvey, Dick Allen, any of these guys? Who do you get? He said, none of them. It's like if I didn't vote for him in previous years, why would I vote for him today? And I, le- I lost sleep thinking about that. Well, sure. no, no, no. Not sure what there will be, there will have to be a make amends uh, <laughs> well, year so is- where, where the guys yeah. that need to be. In. I mean, I, I think it's interesting. Do you agree? Or is that just uh, Dave's favorite uh, ball player when I was growing up? Bias. Uh, the Cobra is among the four major sports, the biggest guy well, not in the hall if, that if, should if you're be, right? the best at your position for seven eight ten years definitely i mean the guy's winning batting titles mvps yeah. all-star they have world series right, i mean he's right. the ball player of mm-hmm. the national league from 76 to 80 i mean yeah. what, what, what are we evaluating if not his place among his peers? my biggest thing and i found out that these are the same voters the ones that vote for mvp are the ones that vote for hall of fame okay so you take scott Rowland. He was only considered for MVP four times in his career. Once he came in fourth, then 14th, 20th, and 24th. If you didn't think he was amongst the best, don't you have to make top three or top five four or five times to well, be amongst to say, the best? I was how many times was he like a gold glove or the Eight gold gloves, great. All pro. That's what put him over the top. That's it. Had more home runs than I thought, right? But uh, I don't know. It's the same voters. You didn't like them then. You didn't love them then, and and you, and you do now. Dude, that's my thing. Like only one person can win the MVP. How many times were you voted All Pro? Like how many times have yeah. you like were you voted to be like yo? If we're drafting a team, he has as many All Star appearances as Barry Bonds has MVPs. You, you can't even compare that's it to ridiculous. the steroid guys because all those guys should be him. But it, it, it's silly. I got I, you know, let's let's put a pin in this one till yeah. after football season. But let's let's do a real good job of Dave's idea. Hall of all. Yeah, let's have we our own move hall all of fame. the halls of fame yeah. where they belong to the peak of Mount Pius right. and leave them there. And all the all the fancy pants who are better than us normal human beings mm-hmm. can go visit it where they belong. And then we'll start anew and we'll do a good one. And we won't involve morality in it or anything. It'll just be like who was who was excellent at their sport. Off the top of your head, how many members are in the hall of hall of hall right now? First induction class. I think we, I, I, I've considered this because it's a, a stupid um, uh, hypothetical. Yeah. So, of course, I've devoted a lot of time thinking about this. I think the initial class is, is 20. 20? Yeah, because you got to involve like Serene has got to get in for mm-hmm. sure, and Tiger and Nicholas. And Gretzky and Lemieux. Yeah, Babe Ruth. You can't just have one guy from a sport. I, okay. I won't. I won't abide by a Hall of Fame. It's Gretzky, gonna, but not Lemieux. This is going to surprise you. You know what my number is? It's zero. I still have not seen the athlete that's bowled me over. 
I don't think anybody's eligible. So my hall is even more elite than yours. I, have not I mean, it. stupid state. Well, we'll talk about it. But right. I mean, at a later date. Let's but like the Mark idea that Patrick Mahomes, if he retired tomorrow, that there are people out there no, and there I are don't. people who be like, bah, hasn't done it long enough. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> go, the, the people who argued against Terrell Davis, those people, like, what the hell's wrong with you? He was the best runner in right. an era that included Emmett and Barry and all those guys, and he was still better than all of them. Oh, he didn't do it long enough. Pete yeah, because he ripped his knee apart. What all do you right, mean? All right, Pete Rose runs into Cam Newton, like, what are you doing here? It's like, it's Dave's Hall of Hall. Let's Speaking of uh, backup quarterbacks, yeah. Frank Wright. I see this. New head coach in Carolina. I see this. Apparently, Adam Schefter is just going on a whole PR tour. He took his first snap for the Carolina Panthers ever, Frank. Frank Reich did. Did you know that? 1995. Started the first three games in franchise history. Mm -hmm. Schefter did not conclude whether or not he He was benched or got hurt. Whether or not that's why he didn't continue the rest of them. Or maybe they only played uh, three games. Frank Wright was the first starting QB for Carolina. That's what I'm telling you, Dave. Really? I hope for Kerry Collins. I would get that trivia question Frank Wright also attended seminary in in Charlotte after his playing career. Oh. So. Wasn't Burleigh right. there too? All the more, all the more sure fact Frank yeah. Wright to be the new head when. coach in Carolina. Interesting. All right, I think that's a good signing. Um, what the hell do I know? <laughs> that's uh, that's good. Poor for the Steve Panthers. Wilkes, though. What did yeah. he do wrong? Yeah. What does that guy do? Does he sit a year? Anyway, uh, maybe we'll get into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Steve Wilkes. Why not? <laughs> uh, hey, we do this fantasy league. Harry came up with this league, and Jen Piacenti now uh, facilitates it. She got the website going and everything. And it's there were 14 playoff teams, and we divvied it up into seven podcasts. Martin is leading. A hilarious uh, th- uh, exchange with you and Will Blackman, who did not know anything about this team. He says he gets confused by emails, maybe even more so than check. Well, that's uh, what to say. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just don't check mine. You, dr- you drafted this team, and when I say drafted, you assign one player per each for each team. So you can't have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase from the Bengals. You have one, and then that's it. Uh, but you have to field the lineup. It's two quarterbacks. It's three running backs. It's four receivers. It's like three flex. I forget exactly what it is, but it adds up to 14. That's the number of playoff teams. Martin is in first place. Lemon Pepper, 329, with Burrow, McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Brown left. Waiver-wired, that is uh, Eddie Spaghetti and Jen Piacenti, Chase, McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Hurts. So it's basically Burrow and Brown versus Chase and Hurts. I don't know who's still following. Anyway, the fun part of this is Damashek's minus three team, he and Kevin Hench are in last place, and I feel they should remain in last place merely for sending Commissioner Jen Piacenti one of the more asinine emails I can remember. Asinine, asinine. Why? <laughs> I'm the one in charge of that email. You can direct your concerns to David Damashek. You asked her, so there's a lot of strategy involved, and probably the most strategy is do you pass on a player that has a buy? Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. You may have done well doing that. Spaghetti has Jalen Hurts. Uh, He survived the off week. But that's it. Do you pass? You're asking, hey, I have Patrick Mahomes. Do I get double points for his divisional round game because he didn't play the opening? Which to me is like, why would anyone take anyone who's not on a bye if that was the case? Why would I take a... A chance with Dak Prescott. Or just, you know, because regular fantasy football, you know, it's been a while for, since yeah. Dave has played yes. fantasy football. So he, he may be, he's out of stretch. All right, so Sheck, defend that and then defend the fact that she actually had answered this question ahead she, of time. I, okay, yes. uh, me, Hench, and Jen were on a text chain. I was asking her questions, as was Hench. Hench, very busy in show business. Right. You know, he only has, he only has 30 seconds at a time. Mm-hmm. About 137 times a day, but I, but right. I, but you know has has brief windows to engage you on text message. So I we're asking a bunch of questions. That was one of my questions. I missed her response to that, and I assume Spaghetti knows this. Like the NFL does this sort of postseason tournament, and that is what the rule is: is that the what? the bye week guys roll their points are double in the divisional round if they have a bye. Is so I just right? was like, all right, I guess that's it. Why this is the anyone- team me and Hench settled on. So, all right, we're, I'm just going to roll with this one. I, I didn't realize it until after the Boy, night. that takes a lot of strategy out of, out of anything. I mean, if, if it was rollover points for the bye team. Spaghetti? 
there's a different league. There's a league that me and Jen do, the NFC league, where there is the the round multiplier. Right. Our league, this one that we're doing um, mm. for extra points, where we're all competing against each other, is not a multiplier league. It is you have to fill out your roster with a player uh, and have one player from all different playoff teams. One and, player from each team. And then when you lose that player, you lose them for good. Whereas other leagues, what you do is um, if you pick a player that's on the buy, like you pick a Jalen Hurts who had no first round game and then you play him the second round, you are getting the two-time multiplier because it's the second week that he's right. playing. Gotcha. But in that, in that instance, lose, you're not pooling from one for each Team, right, right. So and and, and then if you lose the player, then you do have to replace them. But it depends on how many you pick from certain teams. All right, so that's a replacement league. Our league is not a replacement league. There is no multiplier. All right, but check the fact that she answered you in the text, and you, and then she that was bad. It was embarrassing. Uh, you know what? I'm not red in the face. <laughs> I got I got a lot on my plate right now. I'm focusing in on the Pens trying to stay in All the right. playoff mix. Federico, Federico, <laughs> trying to get into the tournament. Yeah. I don't have time. I, I mean, listen, I'm sorry. A man you are going to be so sorry because there's a cap of consequence. By the way, we're definitely coming in last. Me, Babyface, and Mikey Meatballs. There's a cap of consequence involved. We're, we're not going to be in good shape. You're in seven. I know. I'm going to be in, in good. We're, You're going to win. We're in fine. I, I'm not worried. Mahomes, that we're gonna... Mahomes play. Oh, either way. I mean, if Mahomes and Hurts both win, then we're certainly going to win. Damn it. You're right. If those two teams, if the Eagles and Chiefs win. You know what the cap of consequence is, right? I don't know. We what? have to go to Brady for 80, 80 for Brady in uh, old woman wigs and watch the <laughs> oh, whole Oh, is that day. true? The entire day we have to watch. I like thought I was going to be riding my bike to the desert again. <laughs> All right. Let's get Martin uh, to the airport. Lemon Pepper Parlay, Martin Weiss, Will Blackman, minus three. Shaq, you and Kevin Hench. Listen to Megan Fun of Sports. Listen to Waiver Wire. Listen to Against All Odds. Peter King is on uh, the Friday edition. Uh, reminder to everyone out there. You may feel like underdogs, but please, please remember you're all my favorites. 